thank you for listening to the first podcast and I fully understand everything, but this is a journey of veteran, someone that has experienced so much shit across the board. But, you know, like, let's just start from the future. And I'm going to rant and rave. I'm going to be there for you guys to understand that may your life be interesting as they say and I got a fucking story to tell you I don't know where it's gonna happen or how it's gonna happen or how this gets all connected but in the future I just want family, friends, and loved ones that can get a full insight to every single story that I have to say. And it can be brutal, but it's absolutely honest and it's hurtful, it's triggering. Uh, it's gonna be a journey for me just to express it but I guess you got to express stuff and if you don't say it and people receive it differently that's not their fucking problem because it's it's the way I rely I need the support the mechanisms Everything that just helps you get through a day, especially for a veteran. And trust me, there are a lot of them. And they don't have a voice. A lot of them are homeless. A lot of them are struggling. A lot of people that had served Australia worldwide. uh, Yeah, they're still like trying to figure it out and most of them do not wake up they are buried they have suicided and they'll never be with us in physical presence but they will be with us in spirit and we always yeah always remember them so I'm going to start by saying how it all works and how certain stuff goes about uh, with daily life, interactions, uh, complicated situations where everyone is truly in trouble. So, thank you. The first thing I'm going to go to is friends and uh, like the experiences. I want to go back in time, but I'm not going to go there yet. I'm just going to talk about friends first and the incredible jobs, the incredible friendship, spirit, the way they interact with someone that has lost their way so 
The first thing I want to say is when, when I wake up from a nightmare or I'm having a trigger episode or whatever the fuck they call it, you know, it's Sir Harry that is right beside me. And I call him Sir Harry and for no one that knows Harry, he is a Jack Russell, I think, crossbred something. He is uh, so tiny, beautiful, and yeah, I started off calling him Harry, but you know, when they say like cliche, unconditional love, and a lot of, you know, dogs that, well, I don't call them dogs because they're like, he's like human to me and every day he would you know this is this is just in the last seven years or eight years he would be the one that would be beside me in the bed and he'd wake me up and he would jump on my chest consistently he would just get me out of that uh, zone of where I was taking 52 meds a day I was so sick and I didn't know what was coming up and down I had 12 soldiers around my bed one night and whether that's hallucination or not I got no idea but they all had guns that all were at attention and you know, Sir Harry was there. He's he he just uh, got me through it, and he continually does that to this day. So <clears throat> when I was walking the streets because of the meds, I'd just wake up and I'd just I'd be like ten blocks from my house, like. Now, I'm not going to mention that's batshit crazy, but it's pretty real when you don't understand the forces of the meds, uh, your life is in a spiral, anxiety's out of control, and you know, you have to rely on your friends. So I'm starting this sort of thing that you're listening to now, which is pretty uh, difficult. It's discombobulating, it's confusing, which is what that fucking word means. Um, and it's really scary. But the path that has taken me along the way has been uh, one of beautiful friends so i'm calling this first one friends because it should start off like that there's a <laughs> a lot of people that call me daily there's a lot of people that will <clears throat> interact even if they don't want to because uh, you lose friends you can count them on your fingers you can do whatever to keep them there or you can just say fuck off 
I'm done with you. And a lot of friends have been there from the start. I don't really want to go into names or stuff, but I have to mention Dr. Topping and the way she interacted with me. So I've got to tell you about this lady. She is very, very smart, intelligent, beautiful, and I had known Dr. Topping for probably 30 years or something. I'm not quite sure, but how I first met her and how she saved my life is so far from like the moon to the earth. It's just so difficult to make sure that I give her justice and the whole scenery of the bullshit that just went down. But that was my first suicide attempt. And that was my second, my third, my fourth. But when you got friends, it's really important to know that shit, I don't want to die. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to be that person that is, you know, has a funeral because of post-traumatic or your brain that can get smashed and when I first had post-traumatic it's scary as fuck you know like I always say to my sites it's it's like a puzzle you've got this beautiful mind it's clear as glass it's perfect I traveled the world I did a lot of shit and a really lot of good shit and then if something you know chinks the glass like you replace it but with your brain you can't do that so I fully get what everyone's saying um but at the end of the day, you got special people that step up and they're fucking amazing, to be honest, because you don't see where they're coming from. You don't see the person that they are from before, because when you're sick, mentally, physically, uh, certain people step up to the plate. And, you know, there's a lot of them. There's a lot. There's Annalise. And she correlated with uh, figuring out, and she's a nurse, by the way. She figured it out, well, fuck. What, what's going on with Jade? And then there's Carrie. There's, you know, Nikki, there's Karen, there's, God, I, I can't even start to think about, fuck, all these people that had come in to my life to figure this shit out for me.
And what I mean by figure it out is they were the ones that were trying to work out how to get Jade back to normal. And it's fucked up, to be honest. But I fully get it, but they're not helping me. And what I mean by that, by not helping, especially, you know, being a TPI vet where they write you off, it's, they don't help me. They fucking love me. And for them to take time out of their lives, and by the way, every life, I get it, is fucked up. People need time to correlate what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, how they're going to get through their day. I just fucking wake up at whatever time that my mind is uh, set to because I can wake up at 8 in the morning, I can wake up at fucking 10 at night, and then I'm up all night doing my uh, pickets. <laughs> Or just checking on security, safety, and you know, during the day it's all silent. I'm drinking wine, water, which is the fucking best mix, by the way, to any other vets out there, because you get half wine, half water, so you're not getting smashed, but you're just squashing the post-traumatic. And it fucking works for me. You know, I'm, I know a lot of vets that love drugs because that wipes them out. And I don't fucking blame them because with post-traumatic, you can't turn off the mind. It's fucking forever on. So it's really uh, full on. But when you've got good friends, and they're around you and they help you. Uh, it's, it's, it's probably the most best thing to keep you on this planet. Like Leanne and oh, I could go on to a lot of people that you know, they just there for you. So my fucking phone is on dial to them when I get triggered. And all the psychs and psychiatrists and all the doctors and shit, they think they got it all worked out. But they got no fucking clue about how the mind works. So they think they can understand it. But my psychologist said to me the other day, she said, Jade, we're still learning. We're still learning about all this shit. And they can expose you to certain situations. They can try and run your life by control. And it's not a bad control. It's just more like they really care, but they got no idea because they only speak to you for an hour. Or fucking two, if you're losing your shit. And then they're gone. 
So you're just fucking sitting there going, what the fuck? And that's where friends come in. And they're the ones that you can continue your ability to function and still, uh, you know, run a normal household, if you call it, or fuck, I don't know, like, you can just breathe, I guess, which is a bad word for me, which you'll find out about that shit later, but you just need to work out who you need to call, who the people are, that you can rely on without judgment, and without judgment is probably the best thing any veteran ever out there they just so fuck up a lot of shit and I do too and everyone does in normal life but what I mean by uh, judgement is it could be just a simple word and you can wipe out a person you can lose friendships easily within yeah, five seconds. You can say, what? Fuck you, boom, hang, block. And I get it. I get it. Uh, they don't get it, but we get it. But I understand it. That if, if they see it like, oh shit, you know, I pissed him off. Well, they didn't because our training was perfection. Our whole life was perfection. And it's not so much being perfect. It's more about respect, the deep understanding of bond, bond with your mates, the, the full fucking shit where you will die for them. And then you got someone complaining about, oh, you don't sound really good today or... You're, you're having a bad day, you know, or have you eaten or have you taken your medication? We don't need to hear that shit. We just need to hear dumb shit like, fuck, how's the weather today? Or, you know, how's, how's the fuck, is it windy? Is it blowing? And, you know, are you watching your documentaries or movies or you know expressing love like oh god I love you you never hear that shit but very rarely I do now I get it I get it a lot now which is fucking fantastic and everyone should enjoy that with high anxiety or the need to function with alcohol to get through any situation and that's why I'm starting off this with friends is because they're the ones that fucking save you every day and I'm not shitting you they they're just there and it's some of them who are really uh, super unselfish they fly up they see you they stay with you they care for you 
they cook for you. Like I got Lizzie at the moment. She's only 21. She she stayed and rented a room and uh, fucked off, and then come back to my life. And that girl continually puts up with a lot of just crazy shit. Like she'll see me drinking and buying shit that I don't need, which is another fucking program, but ah shit, at least she is constantly here because I'm isolated, I'm like 16, 1700 kilometers away from anyone I know, and they are the ones that probably worry more than me, but when you got people always interacting, it, it sort of makes sense that you're not going to do anything stupid. So, see, that's Sir Harry. He's barking away. He's, he's like the guiding light of protection. And protection is another different thing for my brain. So, that's, again, another story. But... If you want to hear the first podcast, I've crapped on forever and I'm going to start by saying thank you to all my friends. I love you so much and I'm going to absolutely do justice to make sure you know that my brain, I can keep it safe only because of you guys. So thank you.